Faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God. It's time for Faith to Live By with Sue Taylor. Thank you for joining me today on Faith to Live By. This is Sue Taylor. Today, I want to talk to you about the goodness of God. The gospel is good news. And to sum up the good news of the gospel, we could do it in just three sentences. And I know that you've heard me say this before to you on this program, that God sent, Jesus came, and the Holy Spirit stayed. The Holy Spirit stayed to indwell us, to empower us, to enable us to live in the goodness of God and even to see his goodness. Goodness is one of God's essential attributes. You know, the world tries to distract, distort, derail the goodness of God. In fact, they The world tries to shun God and make him a God that doesn't hear, a God that doesn't answer prayer, a God that doesn't care. But we have to remember that no one can ever usurp the authority and the goodness of God. Nothing or no one can dispel his goodness. Goodness is who God is. In fact, you can trace his goodness throughout Scripture from Genesis to Revelation. It is described in the Bible as abundant abundant goodness and abounding goodness. You know, it's, it is new for you every day, every week, every month, throughout the whole year. In fact, Psalm 6511 is one of my most favorite scriptures where it says you crown the year with your goodness and your paths drip with abundance. When Moses was on Mount Sinai receiving the commandments for the second time, the Lord passed before him and proclaimed the Lord, the Lord, God merciful and gracious, long suffering and abounding in goodness and truth keeping mercy for thousands and forgiving iniquity and transgression and sin. God is not only all goodness, he abounds in it toward you and me who are his. Even the ones that aren't his, the the Bible tells us that God's goodness and his love and mercy reigns on the just and the unjust. You know, here it says that his mercy and his truth is forgiving iniquity, transgression and sin. You know, many times when you read the scripture, you need to dig a little deeper to find out what each thing means. And for years, I used to read this and just skip over it. Iniquity, transgression and sin, thinking they were all the one and the same. But iniquity has to do with perverting the ways of the Lord. Transgression means rebellion against God, and sin is literally offense, primarily by missing the mark which God has set. They all convey the idea of falling short of the glory of God. 
And that is why we need the goodness of God. So God's goodness is not only abundant and abounding, but it is also great. In Psalm 31, 19, we are told, Oh, how great is your goodness, which you have laid up for those who fear you, which you have prepared for those who trust in you and in the presence of the sons of men. Now, this Psalm 31 is about those who seek shelter in God's goodness and those who don't know God. They cannot help but see his goodness toward his children. God's goodness is adequate shelter from the world's noisy debate. God's goodness is not only abundant, abounding and great and available, but it also endures continually. Psalm 52 one says, why do you boast in evil? Almighty man, the goodness of God endures continually. This psalm is about the slanderous lies and extreme evil against God's loyal servant, David, by a wicked man. But David knew that God's goodness endures while the lies and the slander of the wicked is short lived. So, beloved, if you have been slandered against or lied about, be confident in God and his enduring goodness. God's goodness is also satisfying. It says, blessed is the man you choose and cause to approach you, that he may dwell in your courts. We shall be satisfied with the goodness of your house, of your holy temple. God's goodness causes us to approach him. He longs for us to be where he is in his goodness. God's goodness does not come and go. He is not your fair weather friend. He is your forever friend. It is not like his his goodness is not like a water faucet that he turns off and on at random. He doesn't say, I think I'll be good to her today or I think I'll be good to him today or the next day say, I don't think they deserve my goodness. God is not like that, beloved. His goodness continues forever. And his great promise to you and to me is Psalm 23. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life and I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. What should our attitude be toward God's goodness? Rejoice in it. Rejoice in God's goodness. God has been good to us and we need to rejoice and thank him for his goodness. We need to remember his goodness. Psalm 145.7 says they shall utter eagerly, or it means they shall, shall utter the memory of your great goodness, which is uh, bubbling forth. So remind yourself of all the goodness of God toward you and be satisfied with his goodness. Jeremiah 31 14 says and my people shall be satisfied with my goodness says the Lord say it today proclaim it with your mouth believe it in your heart God is a good God and his goodness extends to you today you've been listening to faith to live by with Sue Taylor if you would like to write with your comments 
or to request a copy of this program for an $8 donation, write Sue Taylor, 10827 Highway 86 East, Neosho, Missouri, 64850. Sue Taylor is a member of the KNEO team and a keynote speaker at several church and women's events throughout the four-state area. To book Sue for your next event, contact Sky High Radio at 417-451-5636.